Search for Lawful Government with Ron Avery here at republicbroadcasting.org. And this is the second hour, and uh, it is, again, uh, January the 19th in the year of the Kingdom of God on Earth, 2024. <laughs> and uh, it's my pleasure to have uh, Layla on the phone from Canada. How are you doing? Yeah. Hi, Ron. How are you is a more important question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I am feeling pretty good, and I'm feeling better to have you on the line, too. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. Do you have to go back for any other procedures soon, or are you okay for a while? Uh, well, Hopefully I don't know that yet. <laughs> I, I did have a last Friday, and, you know, when you have some of these doctor's appointments, you can't be picky about what time. So yeah. uh, the time I had was during my show, so I couldn't make it last last Friday. But uh, I was at the doctor's office at that time, and uh, they did not give me a, a time yet for my uh, second stint. Uh, and I think that would be the end of the stints, but... Uh, but anyway, um, I think well, they want to spend about sign. another month of healing, and then we'll get on with it. Yeah, yeah, that may be a good sign if they see no urgent need for a second stint. That's that's good to hear. That's anyway, good, you yeah. sound wonderful, and and just hearing your voice is great. You were very much missed. <laughs> oh, well, good. Um, Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, I yeah, miss um, doing. I, it. About the name Jesus, that really bothers me. How the Zionists have. Ex- it, how they've destroyed Christianity. I mean, it's for decades um, I've listened to them say, we gave you one of our own. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And they, they call themselves Jews. Well, as you know, of course, that Jews is a modern word. Um, it was taken out of the first word of Judah, but in the time of Jesus, up until hundreds of years later, there was no jaw sound. I mean, Greek was the pro- predominant language. That, the, As you know, I don't have to tell you these things. It's mostly for your callers, just to remind them that the New Testament was written originally in Greek. And at the time, there was a lot of confusion because there were no, you know, you couldn't go to a store and buy uh, a package of paper with lines on the page. So the Iota and the Upsilon were often confused. 
because uh-huh. uh, if someone made the uh, iota too long and the upsilon too short, they looked like they were identical. So what they finally did somewhere, I think around maybe five, six hundred years ago, they took the bottom of the upsilon and made it curved to the left. Therein, they started calling it ja. And even uh-huh. today, a lot of languages still do not use the ja. I believe in, um, for example, I think the Jews in, uh, in Russia were called Yudovich, which being person, or son of. And uh, in uh, Germany, uh, Middle German in particular, they would just call them uh, Juden or Yiddisher being the adjective, especially for their language, because it was, um, it was different. So this, they're pretending as though Jew always existed. And Jesus was known as Jesus in the, in the, in the Greek. And Christo, Christo being, being the, the Savior, the Messiah, so they've done so much to destroy just the very, the word by which we identify. And we place so much importance on words uh, that it, it, it's so exploitive. Uh, when I first encountered it, I felt so terribly offended that the, um, the Israel had all sorts of Christian biblical institutes. And of course, they had all of these evangelicals who would go there and establish Bible colleges that destroyed, oh, yeah. yeah, and that just promulgated their doctrine. So even the influence of the original um, Russian Orthodox or the Roman Catholics, all of that was distorted. It was, it was terrible. But the, the irony is that it was um, Pompey who actually um, founded uh, the province of Syria, and there was a group of tribes people in an area called Judea, which they call Judea, uh, which were constantly fighting for freedom. It wasn't Pompey himself who named it Palestinia, Palestina, or Syria-Palestina. It was just uh-huh. added on. It was all of Syria, and then they divided um, Syria into smaller provinces. And that is when Judea was created. And then the Greek kept it up also with um, Eudea and Eudeon, if you look at the original um, spelling in Greek. So all of this is modern stuff that they're exploiting to make Jew and Jesus sound so similar. When there is, I cannot think of anything further apart. Well, and what's I'm so, so amazing about this, t- uh, the, 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 the Jews really kind of treat this as a magical thing, that uh, being Jewish is magical. Uh, and, and, uh, it, uh, and then uh, applying it to Jesus as, as if Jesus needed to be uh, uh, anointed a Jew. That's totally <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, he, he, w- he was the essence of everything that the 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 promise of Abraham. He was he was the walk and talk and uh, promise to Abraham. So he hardly needed to be. Uh, in fact, see the the real the real uh, danger that that has happened to are the real. Uh, it's not anything. How do I express this? The real condition that that Jesus brought was that he altered what Jewism is. He altered what Judaism is. 
uh, to to actually remove the the those who call themselves Jews. He re actually removed them from Judaism. So it, it's impossible. This is this is what is this is modern theology should correct theology is that a Jew cannot be one unless they're Christians. Uh, you can't yeah. be you can't be a non-Christian Jew. There is no such thing. And that's what Jesus did. He took the uh, he took the, the 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 so-called children of the kingdom and cast them out because they re, they rejected him. So they actually rejected themselves. So now they have nothing. It's just people calling themselves Jews, and they have nothing. They're not Jew. They're not even Jews. So it's it's a ridiculous condition, yeah. and and the and and many people spend a lot of time trying to 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 say, well, that they're from Ashkenazi or they're this and that, <laughs> and they're they come from here and they don't come from there. When when the New Testament is clear, it don't matter where they come from. If they deny Christ, they're not Jewish. That's the end of the story. Yeah, the tragedy is, though, that it has entered the English language, which is so globally widespread that this concept of uh, Jesus being one a Jew, what they call, we gave you one of our own. I mean, that was that was the claim that when we first heard that we were so horrified. But it it, it just, I, I guess I, I feel... Many of us, well, I don't know why, I guess I take it personally because I'm from there, and, and I know that's silly because being from the land itself is irrelevant. It's the spiritual thing that matters. Um, but still, it, it's, it's the way they've made something sanctified, so they've, they've made it, in my opinion, vile. Um, and they, yeah. they've tried anyway. Fortunately, there are people like you and other good Christians who still recognize um, what is being done and the propaganda and the politicization and the militarism that is all using uh, the fig leaf of, uh, of the belief in, in Christ Jesus as, as their shield uh, to give them a sense of being ordained. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's almost it's uh, and it's something that is is beyond my imagination. I don't, I can't see how they do that, but the, they uh, uh, they're quite offended that I could call myself a Jew because of Christ Jesus. Uh, people that call themselves Jews but reject Jesus, oh, they just they're offended that. That, and they call and they name this theology uh, replacement theology, like I'm replacing the Jews. Well, this is an absurd. This is a total absurd concept because uh, what Jesus did was unite Gentiles and Jews. He made them one and the same. There was no difference. He tore the difference down. There's no difference between Jew and Gentile. And again, this is another thing that makes the the land of the Jews, the homeland of the Jews, an absurdity because Christ re completely destroyed that. There is no such thing as a, 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 a Jew that is different from anybody else. They're all of the same blood. They're all the same people. 
and but but they just keep on pumping that thing and keep kicking that thing and uh and the modern a lot of the modern church continues to go along with this which is totally insane it's and it's such bad theology. You wonder how do these how do these people study, and how do they take tests, and how do they how do you how do you graduate and be a pastor these days? I think a lot of them have been corrupted by um, a persuasion, to put it kindly, or um, bribery. Uh, let's face it the the church has become an industry, and they're not getting the money they used to get. Uh, the Catholics, well, that's for sure. You got the, that right. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, all of them. And the Catholics, of course. The Vatican Bank was at one time in, immensely wealthy, as, as as you know. But yeah. uh, certainly now they're all begging for money. It's embarrassing. I keep getting um, uh, a request for to pay up my membership to the Greek Orthodox Church. <laughs> as if I right. would be that gullible anymore. Um, right. But yeah, how dare they? Um it, but that's all they are. They need to uh, keep the lights on. They they spend they spend too much money on buildings. They have to um, uh, keep it going, and especially they have to pay their pastors and pay their that's priests right. and pay their yeah. reverends. That's, that's the important right. thing. And that's right. so, yeah, and and it's so, it, and that's the very thing that Jesus opposed. That's the whole. They, they represent everything that Jesus yes. taught us to reject. That is what's so horrible. Um, yeah, I find it even, so offensive. Yeah, he cautioned them, you know, that uh, uh, the, the the Jews, that uh, they would not go into the kingdom, and they prevented others from going in. And now the evangelical church is doing the identical thing. It denies the existence of the kingdom. It won't let anybody go into the kingdom, neither do they go in themselves. So they're, they're repeating the exact mistake that the Jews made when Christ first appeared. And so no wonder that they do have a lot of similarities. But, boy, you talk about dangerous. I mean, uh, if I was in an evangelical church and I heard what I was saying, I think I'd get out of there like a heartbeat. I'd, I'd find me something else. What are the, the major evangelical churches? Do well, what's so funny identify? about it, what so, makes it so difficult, is that they they can have any identifying uh, mark, like they can be Baptist, they can be Methodist, they can be uh, Presbyterian. Uh, I've been a member of all of these different ones, and uh, they they can all have this same evangelical viewpoint, this this uh, denial of the king, the existence of the kingdom and the legitimacy of Israel because the kingdom's not here yet, and they're still are awaiting to be, to receive the the promises and all, that. and it is so far from theological truth that that it, it is really sad, and and this exists in almost every one of these uh, denominational churches. That's what I thought. You, yeah, you would actually you know, have to quiz them uh, individually to find out what what you'd have to do the pastor too, uh, you know, uh, to find <laughs> out what he actually thinks. Do you do you think their numbers are growing or are they diminishing? 
No, they they have the impression they they put on an impression. They have a few of these mega churches and they put on these fantastic shows. But uh, I just got through watching this, uh, and I did a show on it too. The great uh, Exodus from the church that was written by two young pastors, uh, showing that uh, like seventy uh, percent of the uh, of the um, evangelical church, uh, or in fact, a church altogether, has lost about 70% of its membership over the last uh, 20 years, which is, which is uh, phenomenal. Uh, uh, that, uh, in other words, they've lost more people, more Christians in, from the church in the last 20 years than they have since, since America started. Wow. I don't know. Is that a good? I guess that's a good thing because if they're getting away from the false doctrine, then there's hope that they may be open to the correct doctrine that they may well, that search. Was, yeah, on their that, own. they never got around to that. They got into a lot of other things, but they should have gotten around to this doctrine. The thing that is is it well, and and I believe it is doctrine because it if you hold if you hold a, a heresy that denies people the existence to, to get into the kingdom and to have any power as a result, you're denying people the, the essence uh, and the power of being a Christian. So what do you have? What's left? There's nothing. They, ha- they don't have anything for sale. That's kind of tragic because not only have they condemned their own souls, but all of those that they've turned into the wrong direction. Right, it's, correct. It's a, it's a horrible, horrible burden. Yes, it I, is. We ought to pray I, for I, pastors. We ought to pray for the church. We ought to pray for the church every day that it throw off. In fact, I do that, uh, that they ought to throw off the heresy, their heresy, and, and get in the kingdom and proclaim it to others so that so they can uh, redeem themselves and re- redeem the listeners, you know. What do you think is the best way to do that? Uh, to pray about it or to actually do it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, we can, all of us can pray for it, and that would yes. be great. <laughs> and, uh, and, of course, having this program and talking on this program with others, others talking, too, on the program and talking and telling others to listen to it, I think that would have an impact. Well, I was like um, a, a, a little boat that had lost its moorings. I, had, I was just sort of adrift, and I thought, well, so I don't follow the church anymore. And I just associated the church with the, with the teachings of Christ. Unfortunately, in my mind, I had not yet made the distinction until I heard you. So, um, well, that's let's exactly. say that our, <laughs> let's say our man remains strong. <laughs> do you, I'm impressed. Do you, Speak anywhere else. I mean, where else can we hear you beyond uh, besides RBN? Well, uh, I, I do have a uh, I have a website called truthdoers dot org. Truthdoers, and I have some videos on there that you can oh. watch, and I add to it from time to time. Well, stay oh, with true. us, Leela, and all the other callers. I have a, a number of callers, and this is good. We'll get to everybody. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilaji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilaji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free-range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork raised the way nature intended. Welcome back to Search for Lawful Government with Ron Avery here at RepublicBroadcasting.org. And we've been talking to Leela here. And uh, anything else, Leela, you'd like to add? Yes, yes, Ron. I just wanted to tell you that I'm on your website now, TruthDoers.org. And I'm looking at one particular subject that really is relevant now. Modern, impotent 
theology has let Satan out of the pit. That's exactly right. We don't see right. that in Gaza. It, you did this in 2020, I believe. It's as though you knew. So we have yeah. to pray for you to stay strong and healthy and for all those other poor lost souls to hear your voice and voices like yours and to come back to the church. And now I'll let you go to your other callers, get a chance right. to talk with you. God bless well, you, Lila, Thank you. Th- Thanks so much. Thank you for your comments and compliments, and uh, thanks for looking at my website, too. I'll try to add. It's been a while since I added something to it. So I used to I used to do a Sunday talk show uh, that went on to Livestream.com uh, forward slash Ron Avery. You can still find some things there, too. Uh, but uh, anyway, I'll try to stay up with my Sunday talk, too, and uh, uh, so... Anyway, uh, now, Ray from Delaware, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Um, you just bet. Just real quickly, following up on what Leela said. Um, yes. I just wanted to know what book can you or she recommend that, that uh, for, for, for my sake when I argue or speak with others, where the uh, term Jew came from, how it's a modern word, uh, a term. Is there a book where I can find this info? Well, unfortunately, I'm not the guy to talk about that. I, I don't, uh, I don't do that kind of sort of thing. Uh, I, I'm strictly a as is uh, biblical uh, studier, and I, I study things uh, about that. Uh, you know, I study a lot of theology books. But there's, uh, I'm unaware of any books that are just on the origin of the word Jew and and all of that. And uh, and let, let me make my point again about that. It's it's really irrelevant because it's what Christ did to the term Jew. It's what what uh, what is a Jew uh, has been totally altered by Christ Jesus in the New Testament. So the the only real book you need is the New Testament because it tells you right in there what a Jew is. And it's not somebody from somewhere or, or how they p- pronounce it or spell it or any of that. It, it's simply a Jew is one who has had a uh, circumcision of the heart through the death, resurrection, and ascension of Christ Jesus. In other words, okay. one that is with Christ. That's what a Jew is. Yeah. Now, where, where does it put all those other people? It makes them liars because they they deny Christ. I, how how can you be a Jew and deny the King of the Jews? I mean, that's not happening. Exactly, um, and that. That reminds me of the term Judeo-Christian. I see it so many places, including in Republican literature and uh, evangelical literature. Do you have a problem with Judeo-Christian terms, meaning that we're so affiliated, which, from my understanding, they're opposite ends of the spectrum? I Judaism certainly do. For, for, for first of all, it's it's redundant uh, and it, and it's uh, it's con- it's a confusing term. Uh, we should refer to uh, Jews and and Christians as merely Christians, 
and we re- we should refer to those who call themselves Jews but deny Christ Jesus as King of the Jews. We should refer to those people as liars uh, or antichrist. Those uh, these are uh, New Testament terms that Christ used to describe those Jews who rejected him. He called them both liars. He called them antichrist and uh and uh he also called them the the uh uh synagogue of satan uh so there's your terms uh so what what the 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 land of israel really today is is the uh, synagogue of satan it's the uh it's the land of the antichrist the antichrist capital of the world Mm-hmm. Yep, getting back to the uh, circumcision of the heart, I guess what you're talking about. Exactly right. Ago. Yes. Okay, well, thanks for the clarity. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome, Ray. Yes, okay. Take thanks care. for calling. All right, bye now. All right. All right, Dan from Washington. Oh, you know what? You better be prepared to hang on because we got to take a break right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Says the essence of Jewish power is the ability to prevent the discussion of Jewish power. Jewish power requires anybody in politics to understand it and know about it, but never talk about it. My awakening really sums up with the very best evidence the facts and the truth about race and the fact that race drives history and the truth about the Jewish question. The younger you get, the greater the percentage of people who identify as alphabet soup, you know, LGBTQ, RS. This woman, she's like, oh yeah, I identify as a koala two years ago. And I'm like, what? A koala? What? Maybe if it was quickie koala, that might be cool, but otherwise, I don't know. How about an inward pass? Have you ever received an inward pass from any of your black friends? 
Biden invited a drag queen to come for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act. It's the Respect for Anal Sex Act. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's, let's, let's just call it like it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-in lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-in lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Ease off, LLC, Search for Lawful Government with Ron Avery here at RepublicBroadcasting.org. We have Dan with us from Washington. How are you doing? Good. It's uh, Friday and the, the weather seems to be getting warmer now. So yes. I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, uh, a book suggestion, I would say, for a lot of these Christians is Martin Luther, The Jews and Their Lies. <laughs> you oh, know? yeah. Um, yeah. Good one. Um, and as far as the, it's almost funny when I see like, like Bill Maher or Rachel Maddow, and then they'll talk about evangel. I mean, they're just the evangelicals worship these people as gods, and then in return that they just turn around and spit right in their face. <laughs> I've been hearing that. A, you know, it's a um. It's interesting to watch. And, and sure. the term evangelical, like you said, doesn't really, it doesn't specify if they're Zionist Christians or not. So I almost think they try to do that to maybe even blame the uh, normal kind of Christians or the people with the, they're not distinguishing between, well, you, you know, know the Zionist Christians. You're right. What they what they are constantly doing is is misnaming things, misnomer. Uh, they they try to uh, 
call something, but you know, evangelical should be a good thing. It means spreading, you know, uh, spreading the gospel or spreading it's 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 outreach. It's uh, uh, evangelism. Well, you right. know, they don't have anything to uh, to spread. I mean, if you don't believe in the kingdom. And, and Christ brought the kingdom, uh, and you don't believe it's here, so Christ really didn't do anything. What, what do you got to spread? I mean, is it, uh, how's that ev- evangelical? They ought to call it the dead church of, uh, you know, the dead church of the Jew followers or something. Yeah, and I, I, I listen to uh, a lot of podcasts. Eric, Eric Stryker had on his show... Um, Basically, you know, you go back to, after World War II, Eisenhower kind of recreated America to uh, be anti-communist but not talk about Jews. And then they, you know, I think basically Billy Graham was kind of used as sort of a tool for, you know, before a lot of it got, but he, he kind of helped start that kind of, uh, I don't know what you call it. Not a, He wasn't really a Southern Baptist. He was there to say diversity's good and uh, uh, just kind of confused the issues, I think. You know, this whole evangelical thing, it's just, it's just you know, but they had the power of the TV after World War II. Yes. And with that, with that power, I mean, they can do a lot. Yeah, and in uh, fact, uh, my friend uh, Mark Anderson's been doing a study on all all this mass media stuff and and television specifically, and television was really developed uh, pretty much by the uh, Pentagon. It's it's actually a, a war tool. I don't doubt that at all. I think it's you yeah. go back and watch those shows, and but I wanted to call. Uh, I actually had a uh, didn't quite get to the heart attack phase, but I had a block in my. Uh, they call it the widow maker. Oh, ten years yeah. ago, yeah, yeah, they had to put us, and I got a stent put in. And uh, did you? Yeah. How long have you I had started, it? It's been ten years. Um, wow, that's great. So, so, yeah, I just wanted to call. So so far, so good. I mean, they seem to. It was a medicated stent, I guess. You know, the new kind and. Uh, Great. They put that thing in out in, and I felt better like instantly. It was weird, uh, but yeah, just uh, I think you can almost die of a broken heart. I, I uh, it was actually kind of you know I had other stuff in my life going on, a combination, but definitely I was listening to David Duke's uh, audio book, yeah, um, My Awakening, and I was waking up to this Jewish thing. And, right. you know, it's like you, it's easy to have kind of a nervous breakdown. I think everyone, and it's, sure. you got to be, you know, be be careful not to let it affect your physiology and blood pressure. That's right. That's right. You got to take a break. Now, me, I was, I was going up and down stairs, you know, uh, and I was apparently eating poorly because uh, one of my arteries was one, the one they put a stent in was 100% blocked. And the one they're going to put another stent in is 85% blocked. And then even they said at my last visit to the doctor, they said I had a 
I have another uh, vessel on the heart that's 45% plucked. So, <laughs> man, I was going, what am I been eating, man, that I could block it up that good? I mean, that, that's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. But it, it kind of came on me over uh, actually about a week's period of time, and I noticed I was having a harder time getting my breath. And finally, on one day when we were going up and down stairs a bunch, it it just got me. I got to, well, I couldn't I couldn't function. And then uh, and then I had uh, my friend drive me to the hospital. So and then, was, the then they told me I was having a heart attack. Oh man. Did so, you feel like, like the only way I can describe it is like if when you uh, drink a milkshake too fast and you get that brain freeze kind of yeah, feeling? Yeah. That's kind of how I felt. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's scary. And then the do- after it was all done, yeah, and he says, don't don't stress out, you know, and you're just like, wow, I could drop dead at any time. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I called... <laughs> But, uh, hopefully it works out. I just called because I, I, it was 10 years ago for me. I, I was really young, too. I was only 40. So I oh, was yeah, about ready to yeah. drop dead. But so yeah. far, so good. Uh, well, that's good. That's so. good news. I want to hear everybody's success story about getting this. Yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Right. Okay. Well, All right. anything well, else, thanks. Dan? No, that was it. Just, uh, yeah, keep positive and, you know, take your daily aspirin or whatever, and then I yes. think you'll be fine. So, All right. All right. Have, have a good Thank you, Dan. Day. I appreciate Thanks. it. Take a call. Yeah. Have a good weekend. Uh, John from Colorado, how you doing? Hey, Ron. How you doing? You sound good. Well, good. I appreciate it. I, I feel good right now. Yeah. Last. Last time we tried it, I a year ago at Christmas, I had congestive heart failure. Did you? And that's, I didn't have a coronary, anything like that. My father, real quick, he had seven major heart attacks from fifty nine to seventy six, and oh. I don't know how he survived that. We, oh. he did it finally. He convinced his uh, car, the doctor, so once you have a bypass, you got nothing to lose. So he did right before seventy sixth birthday. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, he didn't, he didn't survive it. Oh. Uh, fine, and then he just went into a coma for almost a month and then passed away. Oh, I told man. myself I'm not going to let that happen, so I, you know, I kept myself both up in that. And uh, funny that I learned about Extendivite from John Stadmiller. I've taken that for a long time, and that me very much. But what happened? All of a sudden, I. I one day I'm walking, I'm short of breath. I'm not wheezing and gas, but I, you know, my uh-huh. wife noticed, take me to the doctor. He said, you got a low thyroid, which I did, but I was taking stuff, and I must have forgot to keep the medication up. But uh-huh. So I went on that, and then right at Christmas time, I had family. I was the, I mean, I couldn't even eat the dinner I made for everybody. And I finally, the next day, she took me to the hospital. Doctor said I'm putting you in the hospital, so that's why I was for a week. And they said you got congestive heart failure. Oh, so they gave man. me drugs and all that, and I had no pain or anything. But I went through it and got out of it, and then went on medication up to June, and uh, I got through it. I was doing so well that I went off it. I've Uh-oh. been taking blood pressure uh, for the, you know, I've got a machine at home and doing fine, and all of a sudden, my blood pressure started going up and down, up and down, and they didn't know why, so they gave me another drug, so I'm uh, I'm better, but it, that's an interesting story. I, 
I think what, and I'm talking to Steve Elkins about that because his background. Uh-huh. Yes. I had one COVID, the single COVID shot uh, almost three years ago. Uh-huh. And he said, it's possible. I did some study. That might have brought this on. Could be. Could be. Strong so chance of it. You know, I've watched very watch, and I, I went back to the, uh, I went with a doctor who's been on before that I deal out of Texas. He helped me a lot even before this, and like I said, I, I, I might have forgot a medication and didn't go back to it, so I'm back on it with this guy. Okay. And uh, that's helped me well. So I just, you know, it takes time, but uh, that that's the possibility. So anyway, yes, just to let yes. you know. But what I called about is, I heard, I guess I heard about this from James Fetzer. Is, what is this with the Texas National Guard? Why, did they finally get their act together and go down and seal the border up or part of it or what? <laughs> well, I wish that was true. Uh I, th- I think what they did was they tried to uh, uh, the the na- uh, uh, um, Abbott sent the National Guard down there to to keep the feds uh, out of a a city park that was uh, I think it was uh, e- uh, I can't remember the place now but. Uh, 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 Tried to keep them out of the uh, a city park that was on the border on the on the Rio Grande, and they were going to uh, process these uh, illegal aliens uh, from that position, and they didn't want all the feds just to go in there and just let them loose all over everything. And uh, of course, then the the feds are saying, "Oh no, uh, Biden and all of that." They're saying. Oh no, you can't! You can't uh, do that to us. We're the, we're the guy, we're the guys. We're the ones with a with authority, and and you're not. We're gonna sue you, and you know this has just been a. I was gonna, in fact, talk about this today on the show that that this is just a circus. I mean, this this southern border is nothing but a circus. It's it's proof. It's worse than a circus. I'm sorry. It's proof that we really don't have a lawful government in America. I mean, it's that bad. Uh, when ten thousand illegal aliens are coming across the border every day, and the federal government is saying, uh, "Don't touch us. We can do what we want to." Their their job is not to do any of that stuff. The job of the federal government is to assist the state. The state, every state of this union has a constitutional right to determine how many people come into the state, period. Amen. It, it can set a number. It can say, we're taking, we're taking uh, uh, 2,000 uh, uh, immigrants this year into the state of Texas, and once 2001 is hit, uh, that's it, buddy. You can't come in, no matter what. And if you try to come in, we'll shoot you. Now that's what the, the they have a right to do, and uh, the state, each state has a right to use its resources to accomplish that. And if it can't accomplish its that mission, it can then call upon the federal government to help. And that means to the federal Congress. And if the Congress is not in session, 
then they can apply to the to the president of the United States for assistance. And let me tell you, they don't have discretion if a state applies for help to 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 stop illegal immigration. Uh, there's there's no decision making. There's no uh, there, there's no discretion about what the feds can do. They have to assist the state in in accomplishing that mission, and 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 the 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 president has no discretion either. This whole idea that it's all about policy. Oh, and my policy is open borders. I got an open border policy. You ain't got nothing. That's that. There ain't no such thing as an open border policy. And this is just evidence that we don't have lawful government in America anymore. And here we are paying taxes and illegal taxes and unlawful taxes, and we don't have a border, and millions of people are coming in and and, uh, living off of us and all of that. I mean, uh, we're undergoing a demographics change uh, that's unlawful and illegal. And, And everybody just sitting, and then we watch Israel we're back in Israel. We send, we send. Can you believe it? Aircraft carriers over to Israel, and Israel won't let us close our own damn border. Now I'm telling you, there is that's some serious caca. That is some serious tyranny, and everybody in America seems to still be just going along. And and let me tell you, you cannot comply your way out of tyranny. We're in the midst of tyranny, and we're going to have to think of something to fix it because it's not going away, and it's not getting better, and it won't get better until we figure out a way to make it better. Yes. Ron, it was a couple of years ago that Governor Abbott claimed, yeah, I'm going to take the guard down there and seal the border off and all that. Of course, all this blather and nothing happens. And I hear this the other day. I said, well, finally, is this? Yeah, I don't know how many National Guard troops they sent to this part or anything, and um, why they decided to just go after this and not take the whole border down. But it, it, whether it's something it finally coming to fruition, it's that's why I wanted what you know, because you've been into this. But uh, I hope that continues, and if they expand it, if, if I just saw, yeah, I take American Free Press, I just saw the latest one, now they got an article, yeah, Biden's going to sue the governor or texas yeah i'm looking at it too. Go ahead. It what are you going to do and if they, they just really get into it said hey come on down what are you going to do send the army down what army do you got woke <laughs> army or whoever's there Seriously. okay and it just you know let's take take a chance yeah you you go stay against with my, us john we got to take a break and we'll be right back and you too okay. tom okay stay with us Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. 
At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. One of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. segment of the, the second hour so uh, uh, John from Colorado do you have anything else to add about the border and stuff no, well not that part like I said I, I, I hope they continue that they escalate it some more with the National Guard down there so yes. we're serious about this we're not going to I know it, there was a little thing I know it was on Fetzer's show they had a, a group I guess journalists they were trying to video one of these buses going to take these illegals to the airport. They had a pickup point, and they kept trying to evade it. They were kind of, I don't know, 
<laughs> the bus was driving all over, recklessly all over the highway trying to evade these. Yes, uh, I, w- I will say this. Uh, Mark Anderson has told me that uh, it's been his personal experience, too, when he's tried to uh, take pictures down there uh, on the border where these uh, 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 control points are. Uh, they, uh, the guards and, and the, uh, uh, I, I guess they're... Uh, federal agents or whatever they they uh they discourage you from taking any pictures they don't they don't want anybody take getting any uh information out of what's really going on down there unless it's the you know the big mass media cartel thing ron the other thing i just thought you said at one time there were were so many uh, regular checkpoints they've abandoned feds yeah going there take it over and if the feds try to intervene it says you arrest them get them out of there and just say get out of here yeah they actually had closed uh, there there are nine uh nine major checkpoints on the rio grande on the state of texas and i think they had literally closed four or five of them uh, but they've recently opened them back up uh, that was on the news that so they, they reopened so what you're saying right they've closed it so they can't it's not just they, they abandoned watching it. They just wide open. That's yeah, what I was that's that's right. Out. That's the way I think of it. If, if you close them, that means there's no checkpoints. They're just, you know, come on in. You know, I mean, this okay. is a I, real mess. Uh, somebody yeah. is causing this. There are forces that are causing this, and we don't have a government that that can do anything about it. We're we're, we're just sitting ducks. We're we're a we're a nation without government uh, under under other people that we know not pulling pulling the strings. Amazing! I never thought I'd see the day that I'd say that or see that, but it's here. Yes. Yes. Okay, Ron. Well, well, you take care of yourself. We'll talk to you uh, next time. Okay, man. Thanks a bunch. Well, I'm sorry, Tom from Utah and Francis from North Carolina. I'd love to take y'all, but we've just run out of time for today. So please call next Friday. God bless all of you. Tejibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. 
The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. You're listening to Real Talk Radio. Only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. <laughs> 